I'm Matt Hartman, and this is TLDR Daily, the five-minute podcast where someone smart gives me the TLDR on an interesting article. This morning, I'm going to call Mike Mignano from Anchor. Anchor was one of my first investments at Betaworks. It's what I'm using to record this podcast, and they sold to Spotify in 2019. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, Matt. Last time we spoke, we were talking about the future of podcasting, and... Since then, you guys had some big news at Anchor. Oh, we did? You you sold your company to <laughs> Spotify. We did, yeah, we did. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, pretty pretty exciting couple of months. And um, happy to be back on the show. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So what are you reading? So um, I'm reading a number of things, but I read one thing in particular this morning that I found very interesting, and I thought it could be a fun uh, fun topic for today's podcast episode. So it was an article in Wired, and uh, it's called Helvetica, the world's most popular font gets a facelift, and it was written by uh, someone named Ariel Hardest. Really interesting and fascinating. Basically, um, the, the article sort of sets the stage around Helvetica, which is, you know, arguably the most popular and well-known font Ever, I mean, it is it is a 62 year old font. Um, it is everywhere. It is all it is is all throughout our lives. Um, but w- what's interesting and what I had never considered, and what the article points out is, Helvetica. You know, for as ubiquitous as it is, it's it wasn't actually designed for the way that we currently consume text. It was designed for the physical world. You know, perfect example as someone who, you know, who works and, and is in New York City every day, and as, as you are as well, um, Helvetica is like the font you see on the subway. It's literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but it actually doesn't scale down to mobile devices well, and it doesn't scale down to small screens. And so um, Monotype, which is the company that owns the license to Helvetica, is actually trying to give it an upgrade. They're working on a new font called Helvetica Now, and um, they're basically like trying to make it more adaptable to to the screens and the devices that we look at today. And anyway, I just I just found the whole thing to be fascinating. Um, as someone who who makes software for a living, I, I guess I never really considered that um, a user like a user experience could be iterated on by iterating on a font. The idea of a font upgrade is a funny notion kind of yeah exactly it's i just never considered it before like oh yeah that 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 font needs needs a patch right we have we have to patch the font because uh it's it's you know it's not working as intended (laughs) that's that's that is interesting it's i remember there was a story about how steve jobs had taken a typography class or sat in that typography class and that helped him think a lot about the design of the user interface in mac and what the spacing should be do you as is that do you take any of that approach when you think about fonts or is this purely like uh just just interesting to think about font as a as needing a software upgrade i th- i think both yeah i i think more the latter is is where i was coming from with it just like the notion of a font needing a software upgrade like i never considered that and then it, you know it also got me thinking about like what it would actually take to do that. So obviously, you know, Monotype is going to design the new font. And I think, you know, the article pointed out that there's some like 40,000 characters inside of Helvetica, right? So they have to, first they have to actually like design and upgrade the font, but then deploying it is a, is a totally different, uh, different story because, 
um, you know, I guess like the designers and the, and the, and the people that, that build software that have fonts in it, they would need to adopt the new font. They would need to adopt Helvetica now. And it's not just as simple as like shipping a software, software upgrade to, um, you know, to a piece of software on your phone or on your computer. So that's a whole other aspect to the challenge that I, that I found kind of interesting. Um, and it definitely makes you, you know, as, 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 a, as a, again, as a developer, like it, it makes you appreciate things like Google fonts, right? Where like on the web, you can, a, a developer can sort of integrate Google fonts. And, um, and, and, and I, if I understand Google fonts correctly, I guess they could be like patching and updating those fonts in real time. But something like Helvetica, it is just so ingrained um, in the systems that we use on a day-to-day basis, right? It's like baked into the operating systems um, of all these, these products and, 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 these, and these computers and these software companies. So um, I don't know, really fascinating challenge. And uh, I'm, I'm curious to see if Helvetica now uh, you know, makes its way onto all of our devices. Yeah, that's really interesting. It almost reminds me of there was this period where everything was moving from the company shipping software by, via CD to yeah. to software as a service, right? That was like a big shift that you and me mostly were, I've only ever really known the world of software as a service as kind of professionals. But I remember kind of getting CDs in the mail when I was a kid and my dad going to CompUSA and buying the upgrade, right? To then come right. home and install it. And it's almost like for a font, I was think my mind went to the same place yours did, where Google Fonts is streaming. And what does it mean to be streaming? And right. what are the what are the prob- costs and benefits? Right. One of the big benefits is you can make changes. And and uh, same thing with software as a service. And and it'll be interesting. I'd love to to hear what happens six months, a year after they launch. How, what's the adoption? What's the upgrade percentage? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fascinating. Well, thanks so much. This is really interesting. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. All right, talk to you soon. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to TLDR Daily. I'll link the article in the show notes. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Hartman. See you tomorrow morning.